0: Welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello. And Forrest. Howdy. How's it going, y'all? This is this is the first time, well, second time, we've recorded in the same room in a row, which is very nice. And it's
1: only because my microphone doesn't work for some reason.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, you know, USB hubs and computers sometimes uh, don't get along with audio equipment, but... We are here and we're still talking at you. So thanks for sticking through two hours of last week's episode. Um, real quick heads up if you wanna if you saw the length and was like, oh God, I don't want to listen to two hours, that's too long. The first hour is us talking about what we played and the second half is us talking about the PS5 conference. if you still want to know like what we thought about it. so that's all in the previous episode this week uh, we're gonna talk about some of the stuff we played and some other fun bits at the end um, so guys I have played something new mm. I'm trying to play Gosh. new things in the middle of playing persona mm. still playing that that's gonna be a lengthy journey because yes. I play yeah quite lengthy I'm not playing multiple it. weeks I'm not playing it as aggressively as Seth was but I'm still playing it
1: and it still took me
0: like a month yeah <laughs> Um. I played a game, uh, it's on Xbox Game Pass, it's called Golf With Your Friends, and it's a mini golf game, and it's very fun, and also f- semi-difficult, because the it's really hard to get a good grasp on how hard, per the power meter, you're hitting the ball, and so I've been having fun with it, and I want you guys to download it, because... You can play it online with multiple people, and it'd be fun. But it's just a little mini golf game, and I've I've kind of gotten into... So Clubhouse 51 games, I talked about that last week. Um, it is on the Switch, and it has a golf game on it, but it only has nine holes. Mm. And so I've that's, been like...
1: That's not even a full 18 holes. I no. know.
0: And so I'm like, man, this is a really solid little golf game, and... A, it makes me want a Mario Golf. Give me a Mario Golf. B, now I've got the itch to play some other golf games. So I've gone back and I've been playing Golf Story occasionally. Nice. And I saw on the Game Pass the other day when I was looking at random things to download. I saw Golf With Your Friends. And it's mini golf, but it's still super fun. And it's got me really excited I'm definitely going to be buying in August that new PGA Tour 2K21 comes out, and that'll be fun. So nice. Um, let's see. Good old golf. Yeah, yeah. I love I love golf. I'm adequate. I wouldn't say I'm good. <laughs> I'm I own a set of clubs and I can hit the ball. <laughs> so that's yeah. better
2: than me. <laughs> so I can't I can't get onto you for this.
0: Yeah. It's it's a fun game that makes you feel bad about yourself, but as most fun games do, <laughs> yes, yeah, you know. So I also have been playing. Um, I started today the Pokemon DLC, the Isle of Armor expansion. I'm only like thirty minutes in, but I've been exploring the island. I did not go straight to the the gym. Or the dojo, the master dojo. That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. And so I've just been catching Pokemon like Klefki and uh, Jigglypuff and stuff. And so. that's
1: that's all. That's all the new ones. No, there's a <laughs> there's
0: a ton of new ones in the DLC itself. But um, the island actually seems pretty sizable. I saw a Waylord out in the distance Ooh. in the water, so um, might go get that. But other than that, I have not been playing anything else new I do want to give a Destiny 2 update because oh God, here we go. <laughs> Destiny 2 year 4 was announced and so I'm like yes Seth is kind of interested I'm here I'm ready so I download um, I did download I made sure to download the latest update because the new season just dropped and actually Seth you would be kind of maybe interested the, because of the way the seasons work now Um, Destiny pretty much, in that last video, I went back and watched it, they publicly apologized and was like hey, the way we've been doing seasons is not up to snuff. Like the quality isn't there and we're sorry about it. And so this season starts off with a pretty sizable story mission and um, the triangle ships have shown up on Io and you have to get to this tree and they give you the season item through there, but the the story mission was pretty good, and it also explains a little bit what the triangle ships are. Um, if you're wondering, they are aliens themselves. They are
2: the orga- ships. They're
0: organic in nature. So, mm. um, yeah, it's very strange, man. It's cool though, deep, very deep lore stuff happening because I've watched a lot of Bife videos, so, um, so that's happening. But one thing was getting me real mad. And I've talked about it on the show before. And it's what made me stop playing Destiny 2 before. And that's. The game is just too dark. And it's been a real issue. I have like a visually? Nice, yes. Like I have a 4K HDR TV. Very nice TV. The best TV you've ever seen. I'm, I'm joking. But it's good. And the game is like. There's areas, Seth, where, I and I would complain to you about it when we played a lot before, when we go in like a cave.
1: Mm-hmm. I'd be
0: like, I can't see anything. Yeah. And so, come to find out, Destiny 2 bases its HDR brightness off of what your brightness was before you had an HDR TV. So my TV, I know, but, hold well, on. That doesn't. It doesn't make sense, but it is the issue that everyone has. So what I so basically on my old TV the brightness was different so I had to turn down the brightness on the stand on the non HDR TV right so this all sounds insane but it fixed it I promise and it's the like it's like the number one upvoted thing on the destiny forums for how to fix it so I had to turn off HDR on my Xbox Boot up the game, Mm -hmm. change the brightness on the game without HDR turned on, then turn HDR back on, reboot the game, and then do the HDR settings. And now the game is beautiful and works, and I can see the platforms I'm walking on. Why this game, and apparently, and, and maybe I haven't noticed because I haven't played, like Destiny 2's been out for a long time. Yeah. So maybe I haven't played anything from back then, but that's just how games upgraded to HDR. They were just like, okay, these were the default settings before. This is what you had as as set before. So we're just carrying it over here and hoping it's the best. And so I haven't run into any other issues besides with Destiny 2 where I would just fall through the floor and be like, oh no, why? I'm dead. And it would be because... Oh, there's a, like, the bridge is broken, and I just had to do a simple jump. And you just but, couldn't see. <laughs> and I couldn't see
2: it. So this is what they mean by, like, the newfangled machine AI learning. <laughs> no, no, no.
0: No. That's... No. Frustratingly, no. But... The game remembers your decisions, <laughs> David. So, yeah, I I fixed it. It took me a whole hour of going back and forth between HDR and non-HDR and it's finally good it's playable so that's That's good. it's
1: that's weird that that has been such a problem for so long
0: and I just dealt with it before because when we were on like planets and stuff that were too dark I would just follow you yeah. So <laughs> I would just be like, all right, Seth's in front of me. I'm going to follow him. And so I didn't complain about it, but I've been playing by myself more. Yeah. And so it's like, I can't see anything. This is useless.
1: Yeah, you got to be able to see games you play. It's also weird. Like, it seems like all games are sort of designed for you to not see them. Because whenever you open up like a, a new AAA game, it'll have that screen where it's like, adjust the brightness so you can barely see the things. Like, yeah. no, I want to be able to see everything. Why yeah. do you
0: want it to be dark? So yeah, um, it's with HDR, you actually have to be very careful with that because then the game can look like really washed out and it makes it worse and it's, Hmm. it's something else. So it it makes me interested to see how smart delivery is going to work with some of these older games because that's the whole part of the whole thing is that they're HDRing old games like, um, there's in a, one of the IGN Xbox podcasts, they're talking about smart delivery this week. Um, they had a guy from Microsoft on it. I can't remember his name. And he was like, yeah, we're like Fusion Frenzy where we put it through the, this thing. So it's HDR and it's like beautiful. And so, I mean, I'm excited. I love Fusion Frenzy. A, just make a new one. But B, how is it going to look? Am I, I'm going to have to adjust settings for f- forever again. But fine, whatever. Um, so, yes, that's my small rant about what I've played. And um, I'm finally able to play the Shadow Keep content from Destiny 2 that I. The moon was too dark and I couldn't play it before. And so I <laughs> gave up. That's been $70 down the drain, but I am enjoying You're it. You're now, now recouping so. the cost. That's yeah.
1: For you, it was
0: truly a Shadow Keep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and now it is a i can see where i'm going keep but it's still spooky so seth what have you been playing
1: well i've been uh, for a little bit now have been playing this game one step from eden mm-hmm. um, we talked about it a while ago i remember we i sent you a trailer one one time before the the pod and you were super excited about it it's just yes. sort of it's this roguelike uh, deck building Um, Mega Man battle network style combat system meets a bullet hell shooter. Yeah. It's all of those things are very like, it seems like a lot of description, but it actually like very accurately describes what is going on because, um, there you play a character, you, you move around freely on this like four by four grid and you have these, um, spells that you can get there that, that, uh, that, randomly populate your deck and and you can you shoot them at the enemies who are also moving around and and with these fast moving attacks and it, it can get very hectic um but it's 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 been a lot of fun i as with many roguelikes i um i'm very good at like playing them but never playing them long enough to actually get good enough to get to the end of them. Yeah. And then just kind of putting them away. Um, but I did, the other night, finally actually get to at least the first part of the the ending uh, stage, I guess. Um, which was which was definitely an accomplishment. It's a really fun game. Um, I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot. It was... It was very. I was worried at first because of how fast everything seems to move. Um, because, as opposed to Mega Man Battle Network, where you had spaces in between, um, like moving around, where you went into a menu and chose which um, which battle chips, chips, which attacks you're going to use, and it paused the game. All that stuff is happening like in real time. Oh gosh. Uh, and there's no actual selecting. It just kind of uh, like a deck of cards. It just shuffles them and puts them at you randomly. Um, and so as you're going, you uh, you can have good stuff, and there's not never really a, a super guarantee. But it, it all moves so fast that you are moving through the spells uh, very quickly. So um, it's never like a case where... Another game that I play a lot of, Slay of the Spire, where I can have a really good build and a bunch of a bunch of cards that complement each other well and then just never get to them because I have way too many cards on my deck um, and then end up dying. Like, you never will run into that because, um, one, you can shuffle at any time. Um, and it just, everything moves at such a quick pace that you're never really worried about getting, um, like, not getting something to, to set stuff up. It's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I really like it. I, I would guarantee I would recommend it to people who are who've been wanting that kind of Mega Man battle Network itch um, and there's like eight characters in it all with kind of different play styles I've only really played with three of them um, but yeah and so, they all seem very like d- like what's the word I'm thinking of diverse yes <laughs> like all of them are very uh, distinct from each other there you go yeah
0: yeah so i thought this game back when you you showed me the trailer and maybe i was mistaken it was like a kickstarter game i thought yeah i and then it just kind of dropped out of nowhere you were like oh hey this came out and i'm like Fuck. yeah it was weird
1: uh i mean it was a kickstarter game i guess just by the time it was announced for the nintendo switch uh, it was, like, so far in, in development that it was just ready to come out. All right. Um, because, I mean, like, I'll I, yeah, <laughs> I remember seeing it, and then, like, um, putting it in the background, home. I was like, okay, whenever they, whenever Nintendo tells me this game is out on their system, I'll go get it, and then that would never come out, because it basically just came out at some point.
0: Because um, you were going to back it, right, yeah, for us, I think so, yeah. Yeah. It was probably too late.
2: <gasps> probably. I'm I'm very slow on those kinds of things, anyways.
0: Yeah,
1: it's it's a it's a fun game. I also um, have gotten a little bit I'm back into Slay the Spire because it is now available on iOS. Oh, and so I have it on my phone.
0: It seems like the game that, at least from what you've described before, like it's kind of perfect for the phone.
1: Yeah. Um. Uh. One issue is that. There is, um, when you're using a controller, there's, like, a dedicated button that you can press in battle to bring up, like, a zoomed-in picture of your card so you can read, like, what it's going to do. Um, there isn't really that, at least that I found in the mobile version. You uh, just kind of have to drag the cards up doing. uh and sort of read around your finger. And if you're not <laughs> careful, you might play those cards to, uh...
0: That's the new game, read around your finger, yeah <laughs> it,
1: it was a much to my dismay, I was deep in a run the other night, like close to um, the penultimate boss of 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 the the spire, um, but my character was very low on health um, and I had this card that would hurt me, but let me regenerate some of my energy to be able to play other cards. And so I I pulled it up. I was trying to look to see, well, how much health does this make me lose compared to how much I have? And then I went to try and put it back in my hand, and instead it, it just played, played it, itself. and I died. Oh, no. <laughs> I killed myself, like, one floor away from the final boss. You hate to see It, it. was really
0: upsetting. That's But all I could do was laugh. So I've played like, and maybe this they should just add this mechanic, but like, you got me really into this game called Stormbound mm-hmm. on the iOS, and like, I've played Hearthstone and stuff on the phone. Like, those games let you hold down on a card, and it kind of enlarges it, but this this just doesn't do that. It does not. Oh, jeez. Maybe they'll add it. They should.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it would be a lot of help. Yeah. I've tried multiple ways of... of, of that I would think would be a, a thing that would intuitively make this card blow up and let me read it, but none of them would work. That it's sucks. not a huge deal because I basically know what all the cards are. Well,
2: sometimes you need to... Yeah, but sometimes develop. I just
1: need to, like, look at them.
2: Yeah. That's fair. That, that loss of progress system, that's, like... That is what the roguelike genre is based off of. Like, yeah. I... That's what keeps me away from it. Like, I get that those games aren't as long as other things, but just, like, I, I like making consistent, like, saveable progress, you know? It's, it's it's hard to, for me yeah, to allow I, myself in that situation.
1: I think I understand that hesitation, but you would be surprised that does exist um, because there is, like, first of all, there are the way roguelikes are usually set up is that you don't have access to everything at the beginning. Like you have to play through and as you do and, and like in Slay the Spire, you after a run is over, you are allocated an amount of experience points and each character has a certain amount of unlocks. And so like you'll go through these and each time it'll unlock like three new cards. Um One set from Eden had, had also had a an experience in leveling system. There was like forty-six levels and each unlock would bring new artifacts and new cards um so there is sort of in in a sense the more you play the more your characters are growing but also you become more familiar with cards and how they interact with each other uh and so you whereas at the beginning you're kind of just like oh i'll
2: kind Kind of just figuring things out yeah (laughs) well
1: you're picking when you get new cards you usually like well this one hurts does the most damage so i'll get that Um, the more you play, though, the more you are sort of able to tailor, uh, what you choose based on the stuff that, like, it's all random, but you are able to, like, from your choice to be like, okay, this is, this stuff will work with this stuff better, um, and so it's not like you are starting from zero every time, but you also aren't, because you are, rather than you're bringing knowledge from from the game as a whole into each run when you go through them and it um so while your character itself isn't getting stronger, you are figuring out the game um you're gaining knowledge yeah you you are leveling up <laughs> yeah. rather than your character
0: I like that that's a good <laughs> yeah that's a good description I still have a hard time playing roguelikes but I'll give out I'll,
2: I'll give a try to uh piece of Eden. Yeah. I yeah, I, I need some battle network. It's um
1: <laughs> I think it's 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 probably more uh, I don't want to say more. Um but it's it it's definitely it it it's different. I mean all roguelikes are inherently different the because because they they're just a sort of set of ideas that are attached to um, different systems. Um, but I don't know. It's I think I've noticed in this game more of as I play one character I get to know it more intimately and um there is there's also a way in One Set from Eden that like all of the spells you get, they all have different like categories, um like umbrellas that they are into. Like there are um, there's like an umbrella of attacks which will move enemies. Um, and there, there's an umbrella of attacks that are like physical attacks, like where your character will go, um, to the opponent attack them. And you, there's, you can go into your menu and like set focuses to, to like make sure those things populate in your rewards more often. So there is in, there is a way to like more specifically target stuff that you know works for this character. Nice. All right. Sick. Yep. And it's got, kind of, uh, the music isn't, like, standout, but it is very nice. Uh, it was good in the trailer. Yeah, I think it's more <laughs> that there's so much going on on the screen that having even more of the kind of, the the the, the assault of the noise on me. It's, yeah. I I've, I found that I played it, I played it mostly handheld, actually completely handheld, Um but and that I've kept the volume down, so this the the music seems good. But also, I I've really kind of been able to yeah hone in on it, and it's it's very hard to focus on it in the midst of battle. the The music in between battles is very pleasant, though.
2: Nice.
0: Yeah, it's a fun game. Good. I'll give it a try. Forest. Dave, what have you
2: played? I haven't played anything new. <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> there you go. Um, uh, and I'm making slower progress with Final Fantasy IX than I was those first two weeks of playing it. Like, I I was done.
0: Are you playing it on your Xbox or on the Switch? Because Switch. it's on Game Pass. I know. I was just curious. <laughs> I couldn't remember.
2: No, you're all good. Um, but yeah, so in those first few, like two weeks, I got the entirety of the way through disc one, but I, I'm still in disc two. Within the same amount of time.
0: All right.
2: So I'll try and... I'll try and... I don't want to say barrel my way because that makes it sound like maybe I'm not... No, man, play the game
0: at your own leisure. Enjoy it. Play the game. Or or don't enjoy it. Or Or don't don't enjoy it. Yeah. The thing is I do enjoy (laughs) it. Sometimes you make yourself play games you don't like. Yeah, I talked about
2: one of those last week. (laughs) I did a few, uh, I think, last month.
0: yeah. And everyone remembers the old chestnut of Far, Far Cry, Cry Five. 5. <laughs> everyone, everyone remembers it. That one's for you, Chris.
1: Uh, the most fun game that I hate.
0: <laughs> uh, Wing suiting can really bring a game. To yeah. It. Yeah. So I do. Before we go to a break, we were talking about randomly generated stuff, and so I found out this past week. I did not know this because uh, in my head I was excited. I'm like, man, um, I'm not going to go get Pref- Persona 4 Golden on PC just because I can, mm-hmm. uh, especially You'll since I have Vita. Persona 5. That's true. But I found out that Persona 5 is the first Persona that doesn't have... Procedurally generated dungeons.
1: Well, it does. It has the one. It has mementos. It has mementos,
0: which is but procedurally generated. But
1: yeah, all Persona games previous had. Uh, well, I don't know about one and two.
0: One and, and two were first person.
1: No, they. Or that's what I. Th- there are. There might be parts of them. They are for the most part like dungeon crawl sort man. of top down. Like uh, they have a a sort of typical style of RPGs on the PS1. Um, but, yeah, Persona 3 and 4, um, all of their kind of dungeon-crawling stuff was r- completely procedurally generated stuff. Yeah. Um, and, like, I think the Persona Q games have also been r- dungeon-crawling type stuff. Yeah, and I, I think, think a so. lot of, yeah. like, SMT games are like that, too. Yes. So that's kind of the bread and butter of that whole franchise Until they change it up with Persona 5.
0: Yep. Good one for me to get in on because I... You know I famously... Yeah. Not huge on those. Yeah. So, luckily, man, one of my favorite SteamWorld games was that. And I didn't know it until halfway through. And then I was just fine with it.
1: Well, yeah. So there's... (laughs) I think there are different levels of the kind of proc gen stuff. Like, I think SteamWorld is... Um, like it's not going to, it's not as heavy, uh, randomness as, as something like a straight up randomly generated dungeon crawlers. Yeah, is right. gonna be Steam, Gun, Steam World or something like that.
0: Because it was SteamWorld Heist that was randomly generated. Mm-hmm. So in SteamWorld Heist, when you went to the ship, what you did was you boarded ships and you pirated them. And so each ship was randomly generated. Right.
1: So that's the thing yeah. like, um, gosh, what's that space game that I love? I love it, and I can't remember the Destiny name. Destiny 2. No, no, no. no. <laughs> uh, Destiny 2, they did try their hand at some procedurally generated stuff. It wasn't good. Um, man, what is that game? What was it? Um, Am I...
0: I'm uh, trying to think of the Destiny
1: FTL. 2. FTL. Um, oh,
0: yeah, FTL.
1: So FTL is another, like, all that stuff is... It's another one where you, you kind of jump from place to place and it's and it's random the, the ships that you will encounter and the stuff
0: I bought that for iPad and it was nearly unplayable really that's yeah. not, that's, that sucks like that seems like that would be one I guess playing. the
1: battles would get a little that's probably one that's better with a mouse and keyboard um, but yeah so that's different because there is like you can there's space in between stuff is happening and it's not like a whole randomly generated dungeon that you have to run around and and find your way through. They uh, they all have they that's all that stuff has merits. I think I I it's hard for me to say which I I tend to prefer because I also really like um Dead Cells which uh is also procedurally generated. It's a platformer, but it's like based it it's got like sort of prefabricated structures that it it populates the world with. So every Everything is—it's all random, but it's also always a similar structure. Um, I didn't play Persona Three or Four. I have heard that the dungeon crawling in Three is not, is insanely difficult. Yes, uh, and I've also heard that Four is is pretty tough. Um, so I don't—I don't know exactly like how the structure of that stuff works. Um, it certainly it doesn't in that sense it doesn't interest me that much cuz i i always know that stuff like like the smt stuff all generally never interested me the stuff like uh the etrian odyssey um yeah. which are like i've tried to play those games those are like not <laughs> fun to me uh even though it's the same idea sort of um i don't know i would the, the just, i really The story of Persona 3 sounds so cool to me, um, and I think it's one that I would really like for them to remake um, using the tools of Persona 5. Yeah. And maybe...
2: um, With all those quality of life improvements.
1: Yeah, and maybe adapt the... I think there's a way that you could combine the procedurally generated... uh, What is the... The freaking tower that they have to climb in that. I forget what it's called. Tartarus Yeah, There's a way that, that you could combine Tartarus, and with like, and put st- like prefabricated dungeons in them, and at at the um, the pivotal moments that you that where story stuff happens, and then also have the, the procedurally generated stuff. I don't know. It'll probably never happen because <laughs> you would, that would, it would. I can't imagine they'd be interested in a ground up remake of Persona Three. No. Uh, and and it's also the I'm interested in Persona Four because everyone says it's really good. It is. Um, but also the sort of the limitations of the system that it was on means Both that <laughs> means that the characters are not like fully proportioned characters. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, it it it's sacrificed. For to have the art style it chooses to have. Yeah. Like, the aesthetic of 5 is the best the series has ever, has a, has ever looked. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I, I enjoyed 4 a lot. I haven't beaten it yet, but it's the best game on the Vita. <laughs> <laughs> the on, really the only exclusive that the Vita had. Hey, Gravity Rush was
1: exclusive. <laughs> well, that's the thing. A lot of the now, games were exclusive yeah. that are no longer. And now Persona 4. For Go- Golden, specifically. It had that
0: either. one mediocre Killzone game on it. Yes. Mm.
2: And a mediocre Call of Duty Black
0: Ops game. I didn't play that one, though. I mean, that's most Call of Duty games. Ooh. That's fair. I <laughs> have true. to get my dig in when I can. Oh, of course. Even though I've bought them, so it doesn't... It's fine. But still. <laughs> it's fine. I know my problems. <laughs> so... All right, with that, we are going to take a quick break, and we will be right back with the news. And we're back. Hopefully during that short break, you were grabbing your phone or going to your computer and interacting with us on social media and letting us know what you think at Suplex the Sticks on all social medias. And if you want to interact with us, you can join us on Discord. That, the Discord link is on all of our social media, but you can also go to suplexthesticks.com and in the bottom banner, there's an invite link. You just click the Discord icon. Um, it says, Get in the ring. We chose something vaguely clever, we like it. Um, and on our website, you can share the website or, you know, look at all the episodes. It's all there ready for you to digest more content. Um, because there's not enough content in the world. We want to provide all of it to you. So guys, they, they gave us a Pokemon presents today. They announced it yesterday. (laughs) There was Mm -hmm. only one day leading up to this.
2: Yeah, I like the quick turnaround.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll I mean,
2: take it. that's what Nintendo's
0: been doing. Yep. So they do it well. There's some things that aren't. We don't need to fully talk about it. Like there's Pokemon Smile.
1: Yeah, there's a little a uh, uh, thing for kids to get your kids to brush their teeth.
0: Which it's it's great that there's a disclaimer at the bottom that said uh, Pokemon Smile cannot be like held liable for cavities your children might get. And stuff. <laughs> So that was kind of great. Yep.
1: And it's completely free with no no microtransactions, so I yes. love it. It just seems like a nice thing that they yeah. that they decided to release.
0: There was they announced Pokemon Cafe, which is a mobile game that's kind of like a puzzler.
1: Yeah, it looks weird. It looks weird um and involves making circles, which I usually love in Pokemon games. You do, hmm. but in this context it's less compelling. <laughs>
0: Uh, they also announced I that say
1: that, though, and I'll you're see gonna, what happens when
0: yeah. we can give it a try. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it might just enact that old Pokemon Ranger review, yeah. you and you'll just play Ooh. it forever.
2: I didn't even think about that. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: those circles, man. Yeah.
0: Pokemon Go is getting one of the more quickly ditched mechanics in Pokemon and Mega Evolutions. Yeah, that's cool. So, that's pretty cool. Well, it cool. lasted for two generations. Yeah, but it's pretty. It? Yeah, we're
1: talking about we're talking about yeah, X and, X and y. y. We're talking about Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. That's the same generation. We're talking oh, about no, Pokemon Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Moon. I don't remember those in. Simon they didn't.
0: Moon. No, they didn't have mega evolutions. They had They're the Z moves.
1: No, I guess Dragon. Ball I guess just Z-moves. for competitive. <laughs> they had the Z like the, moves, baby. I'm... Mega evolutions were not like natively part of the game of but they were in there.
0: All right. I don't know. But we'll, we'll let it go.
2: I, yeah, I can't debate it because I didn't finish go those Pokemon Go is getting it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, <laughs> we already conceded, so... We already... Oh, we, yeah. we already gave you the W here. Yes,
1: they are... There are... Here's an article. Pokemon Sun and Moon Mega Stone locations and lists. All right, all right. Stones.
0: So, look. I was... You were right. right. You were right. But we really... We all were right. And we've all gotten the the biggest surprise W of our lives. <laughs> In Pokemon Snap 2. The new, new Pokemon, po- po- Pokemon new, Snap. New Pokemon Snap. Yeah, the crazy. new Nintendo Just 3DS. Kind of,
1: <laughs> out of where. This has certainly had to have been part of their E3 presentation, right? Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: No, um, this was going to be a surprise. Oh, this would have been such a big moment. Yeah. So oh, this, my this gosh. Is-
1: that's so crazy, like this is a sequel of a Nintendo 64 game. Yeah, this is a game people came out have been 2002 people I have been clamoring what? for for years. Really? Yeah, it's so crazy. I mean, I'm glad they're doing it. It's just crazy that they are. They've decided now's the time we're going to remake this game. Technically, Bandai Namco is developing the game. Yes. Um, so it's not Game Freak. So I imagine this was probably a pitch that came from. Out of Bandai Namco, they're yeah. like, "Hey, let us work on this game. We have this idea. We think it'll be good." Uh, so, very cool. I'm, I'm, I'm hyped for it. 1999,
0: uh, actually. Oh wow! So 21, yep. 21 years as of this month,
2: June 30th.
0: So, man, I remember going to like Blockbuster and renting that game. I remember eventually. I remember it.
1: the kiosk in yes. Blockbuster where you yes, could where play you can it.
0: print your stickers. Yeah. Oh uh, man. Pokemon Snap was such a weirdly integral part of me owning an N64 <laughs> and huh. there
1: isn't a single person who doesn't remember it fondly like who played it as a kid uh it's it's just such a pleasant game like it's all of 3 hours long yeah um
0: but it had it just it getting the legendary birds getting Pikachu to stand on the surfboard yeah
1: so All of the different poses, oh man, I, so you have, we have to imagine this game is not going to be three hours long, (laughs) it's probably going to be substantively bigger, um, and so you gotta wonder, like, all the stuff that I know, know. because the game was also like a pseudo puzzle game, and like the tools that you had, and the the ways that you could unlock the different routes.
0: Man, and and we didn't have the internet back then like yeah. it was a ton of just playing levels over and yeah. over and over again.
1: I you got to you, you got to assume there's going to be like a social component to this. Yeah, like, yeah. I would think something like the the drawings in Splatoon 2 cuz there's like this is uh, a game that like it has to be There're gonna be all these pictures, and there, there's got to be a way that you can like see other people's pictures in the yeah. game. And yeah. also, there're gonna be like high scoreboards that you're gonna compare. So we'll see. I, I, I just wonder the scope of the game. It's I, I imagine it's going to be larger than one is expecting it to be. Um,
0: if it looks anything like the trailer, it also is very pretty. I, I mean, guess.
2: Yeah. I, no, I'm with David on this. It it's, looks. So really nice. I, I like the lighting. I th-
1: it's certainly in a very high fidelity. Uh, I th- think Pokemon generally is not a very good looking game. It's kind of bland. Uh, you have to. One of the things that was that made Pokemon Snap the original what it was is because. Pokemon did not exist in 3D back then outside right, of Pokemon right, Stadium, yeah, yeah. and yeah. so this was a fully developed game where you were seeing Pokemon, like 3D Pokemon in like just living in their world, uh, and so and it, it also like the I think the aesthetic of it was big. All the um, it it didn't like I don't know something just about the way the game looks is, like, super bland to me. Um, Like, there's nothing, like, distinctive about the style from what they showed us. Um, It appears to be using, like, they briefly showed the character model, and it looks, like, pulled out of the Let's Go games. Yeah. And that's another thing, like, the original one was tied directly into the Pokémon anime. Yeah. Where you talk to Professor Oak from the anime... Uh, you were you played a character who also showed and showed up in the anime, I believe. Um, so it's like a
2: lot of the novelty from the original can yeah, really translate over to the right. new one now,
1: uh, and a, at least not. I don't know. I just think a, a lot of it to me, like these are probably the best and prettiest designs of Pokemon that like that have been created outside of maybe Pokken Tournament, and not a surprise, it's probably the same people who are making it. Uh, and also, Pokken Tournament were very different looking. Like, they were the same Pokemon, but they were approaching sort of more the style of what Let's... Uh, or the Detective Pikachu movie was doing. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I just think the style of Pokemon is, like, super bland. Like, there's nothing that kind of sticks out about it. Everything is... I don't know, it just, it's all really flat. And the, the, not, the, nothing about the art is super compelling outside of it just being super detailed. Uh, but that's not to say I'm not excited for the game yeah. because I will <laughs> absolutely get this and play the heck out of it.
0: So do you think it comes out this year? Oh, uh, I don't know. Because they, they announced... So part of mm-hmm. this announcement, or part of this presents is that there's a... Bigger announcement on June twenty fourth. Another Pokemon presents. Ooh. Um, so people are theorizing that that might be a more deep dive to the new Pokemon Snap. It might be the Let's Go version of um, Johto. It might be the Gen Four remake yeah, then... that will hopefully never come because those games are terrible. Um. I will die on, so, on Mount I don't... They
1: <laughs> made... The presenter was very clear that they are... He said, like, we're working on another big project and we'll reveal it in a week. So, I don't think that is going to have anything to do with Pokemon Snap. Uh, as for when it'll come out, I don't know. It's weird because there are... Like, there are no release dates for Nintendo games. Yeah. Like, for right. the rest of the year. And so, it's... Maybe a little strange to me that Nintendo would, if this was coming out this year, that Nintendo would not tell us that. Right. Uh, So I would have to lean right now towards it not coming out this year. Um, Yeah, so, but the thing next week that's interesting, because it says they're next week, I don't think it'll be a Gen 4 remake, because I don't think they would reveal that before the second part of the DLC for Pokemon Sword and Shield is out. Yeah. Um, That's fair i I did see a lot of the apparently in the video like there were a lot of like generation two Pokemon plushes like set up behind the guy so I could see the um the let's go I saw a mockup I saw was Pichu and Meryl. Uh, um, so hmm. i could I could see that also since like they i mean They're two different teams, so I don't know if there's any overlapping. But because the character model in Snap looked like it's from Let's Go, I could see that. Um, I don't really know. My... I would... If I had to guess, I would have to think it would be the Let's Go games. Um, It's a safe bet. But I don't know. I also like... You don't want it it, to be Let's Go. I don't. But I also don't. don't like... For some reason, I just don't think it is. Like, I think it's something new. Like...
0: Uh, ooh, could it be a new Pokemon Stadium?
1: I mm. don't know why that would exist. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, with, cause I'm sorry this, to say, man, but, No, no, no.
0: I mean, it makes sense that it wouldn't. Unless they do, like... So, the Pokemon Coliseum was a really big, ooh. like... What if they do, like, a full like art, story, yeah. like, Pokemon Coliseum, possibly... I mean, I again, I, I don't I, know.
2: I, would, I, I would don't do know why Colosseum or XD or Gale of Darkness like style game, but I don't see what
1: the purpose of it would be. Like those games existed because Pokemon was handheld and right. it was all in 3D, right. and so they was like, here are these games, these small games where you can play with your Pokemon in 3D. Everything is in 3D. I don't know why they would divert stuff away from the main Pokemon game to remake like gale of darkness or something right um
0: okay no i wish i get it uh
1: it'll be interesting maybe it's like it's been a while since i've done this but like in the past game freak was not hesitant to make these sort of weird experimental titles with the like using pokemon but placing it in another genre um conquest yeah. Who Give knows me Another ranger. Game? Who knows what the no. hell? <laughs>
0: Hopefully it's what? another conquest. That would be dope.
1: Or like something completely new in that in that vein. I don't know. A Pokemon shooter. But it's gonna be That's big. That's what Pokemon <laughs>
2: Snap is. No, yeah. I mean with guns. No. <laughs> <The> <laughs> way,
0: Not kidding. The way you said guns made me a little nervous. Pokemon though. poacher. <laughs> the way Pokemon with guns. You play as Team Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would actually I would be in for a Team Rocket game. That would be weird. And I'd kind of like it.
1: <laughs> so, uh, it's actually like a sim where you are you you're building Giovanni's empire.
0: Yeah, and you have to like you have to plan heists out like piece by piece. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: I mean that would be interesting. But Team Rocket has never seemed that
2: uh, coordinated. Better. Yeah, <laughs> right,
0: and that's why it's your job to, <laughs> to come to in really... and right the ship.
2: Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Giovanni was not a good leader. <laughs> I can do better. I can do better. But yeah,
1: so my inclination is that their big reveal is not something that is the same gameplay as the core Pokemon gameplay.
0: I mean, you're right, because the, the Crown Tundra is supposed to be the the big expansion right. for, for this. And that comes out later on, uh, I think it's like a September to November, that's the so. time frame. Yep. So, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. It'll be interesting.
1: And while I think the Johto Let's Go games will probably happen at some point, I also don't know that they are as big of a deal as the remakes of Red and Blue were. Because those were, like, first Pokemon game on the Switch, um, the first, like, 3D realization of Kanto,
0: um... The so, first Pokemon roaming around in the
1: right. So I don't know that. Um, for them to say they're this big, t- this big project they've been working on, I don't know. I don't know that Johto remakes would exactly fit the bill.
0: Yeah, I can I can be on board with that.
1: And again, it would be strange to reveal those before uh, Crown Thunder is out because they have like. One thing you could say about Gen Four remakes is they would probably have the art style of Sword and Shield, but like the Let's Go games. If they re- reveal the game like that, it's like an immediate technical and experiential downgrade from yeah. what is in Sword and Shield. Yeah. Yeah. So like I don't know, something about it doesn't like sit well. If if it is, I would be very surprised if they made a point to build up a reveal of Let's Go Johto games. But it is Pokemon Company and they do do the exact, the absolute safest thing. So that's probably what it is. Yeah.
0: So um, real quick, some updates on the PS5 event the other day. Uh, It came out that Horizon Forbidden West is coming out in 2021 and that the female Lombax in Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is going to be playable. Whether or not that Is co op or still a full single player game? That's interesting. Uh, Ratchet and Clink has been known um, to have these arena Mm -hmm. areas. And so I think that'd be cool a cool way to put some co op in the game, possibly have those arenas be co op. But if not, still that game looks phenomenal. Um, and they even I rewatched the PS5 event, and that's still the standout to me. Horizon is beautiful, but Rajden Clank, I'm just so excited for. Uh, I do also want to note that what was the the Spider Man we didn't talk about it last week, but it is a sort of smaller expansion. Yeah,
1: so we speculated on what it would might right. be, yeah. and they clarified that it is a standalone experience, but it is. It's smaller in scope than the actual like Spider-Man game.
0: Yeah, it's it's going to be like a, if you remember Uncharted Lost Legacy, where it's it's just a standalone game that's shorter, and um, the the it ended up being a whole thing, but it was very interesting. So that's what that's going to be. mm mm-hmm. Um. So the EA event is tomorrow. EA Play 7 or God 8, I can't remember. EP. <laughs> um, so one of the games got go leaked, and so they decided <laughs> to release a trailer for it, which was kind of cool. Oh, yeah, um, they,
2: they really took the initiative here. Yeah. They're so taking the control game, of the situation. It
0: got leaked on Friday by the Xbox store. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so they're like, all right, we'll show you a trailer on Monday, and then we'll <laughs> show you more on Thursday. Yeah. Um, so Star Wars Squadrons, which is... So we talked about this a while back. There was the code name game that kind of that kind of got leaked. Star Wars Maverick. Mm-hmm. So this is the this is what that is. Okay. Um, and it's a first person five v five, at least in the versus mode ship combat game, and spaceship. Spaceship,
1: yes. Um, this isn't this isn't Assassin's Creed
0: Four, right? <laughs> so it is set post Return of the Jedi. All of these games love to be post-Return of the Jedi. Yeah. There's a lot of time. So, yeah, there is a lot of time. And so um, it looks like on the the good guy's side, at least you'll be able to pilot an A-Wing, which is my favorite ship, so I'm super excited about that. I want
1: a B-Wing. Uh,
0: sadly, that's not there because that's a air-to-land more sort mm. of combat. and It's too bad. Yeah, no. it is too bad. I'm with you. What about but you a Y-Wing? Can, that is there. Yeah. And the U-Wing and the X-Wing. And then on the U-wing. TIE side, there's the Reaper, the TIE Bomber, the TIE Fighter, and the TIE Infiltrator. What about the TIE Interceptor? No, in- Interceptor, not Infiltrator, sorry. So, at least what what those are the, the four advanced. ships they've shown. That's not there. I thought there probably be more ships. So, there will probably be more ships. Um, so... There's also going to be a story mode for What about it. the Slave 1? <laughs> no. That's... That'll be in there. That might be in there. They might add some stuff. What about that, like...
2: Like, put in some hero <laughs> characters, ships, things, you Look, know? They are clearly using
1: the name Squadrons to call back to Rogue Squadron. Yes. Which had all, like, alongside all of Man, the regular ships, it had all these other weird ships that you could do. Some were not useful. Uh... <laughs> But, yeah, I imagine...
0: So, yeah. it's going to be $40, and it's a, it's coming out in October. So, it's going to have a story mode. It mainly seems like it's built off of the ship combat that's already in Battlefront 2, which, to be honest, is pretty good if you played it at all. Hmm. That was actually my favorite part of Battlefront 2 was the ship combat. So, it could be... there. We're going to see gameplay tomorrow, so... I'm going to reserve judgment, um, but we'll talk about that next week. So mm-hmm. I look forward to that.
1: I would like to think that a game which is just a uh, like a, a fighter pilot game would be built focusing on like combat in in the in the ships rather than based on a mode which was sort of tacked onto a first person shooter.
0: Right. So we'll That's see. I, my hope. Yeah. Certainly.
1: You know, it would be um, nice if they also revealed the uh, the release date
0: for Pot Racer. <laughs>
1: yeah, that would <laughs> yeah. be
0: that would also be nice. So EA has come out and said and they always do this every year, guys. <laughs> I swear. Um they said in their presentation that they've got some fun stuff to show, but there's one big surprise they have that hasn't been leaked yet. Mm. And so I want to ask you guys, ready um, to rumble boxing. Ready. To- <laughs> I was going, my, my trustworthy, so every year they tease this and it ends up being some sort of mobile game no one wants. Like last year was that (laughs) Command and Conquer game they live played, remember? Yeah. It was so bad. That was, yeah. So. That was bad. So I am going to throw my hat in the ring again and I'm wanting it so badly to be NFL Street. It won't be, but I'm just putting it out in the world like I do every E3 time give me an nfl street or a fifa street give it to me that's what i want or just a street like collection where you just give me the old games (laughs) remastered Uh, i don't care i want to be able to run off the wall and grab a touchdown for no reason so (laughs) much fun those games were fun dang it um and really uh some of the only good psp games because they worked really well (laughs) Mm -hmm. on the psp that's fair
2: i would lose my mind if we ever got a new mass effect announcement but i won't ever stake money on. well we know that bioware is
1: working on anthem (laughs) 2.0 making anthem work yeah (laughs) and (laughs) dragon age right yes yeah they're kind of their plate is kind of full at this I know. point. They're,
2: That's why I said I would lose my mind. <laughs> uh the
0: the rumor is and this got leaked so I don't I don't think this counts in the it hasn't been mentioned, but the the Mass Effect trilogy which has been long rumored apparently has a lot more legs for this year so we'll see. Yeah, I could see that being it. I'll take it. So Who I knows?
1: Know. we also know that the new game from the guys who developed a way out is going to show up. Yeah, that's going to be yes. there. so it'll be a new co-op game, so I'm excited for that. Maybe I'll get my old roommate and we'll <laughs> play through
0: it in, a, in a one sitting again. Rumored uh Switch port for Apex along with crossplay. Ooh. So it's going to be we're we're I'm excited for EA. There could be some fun stuff yeah. tomorrow. Maybe for, for the once they again. won't
1: have the most boring thing of E3. I mean, yeah, not a 3 but... They're going to
2: dedicate too much time to those sports games, but... For sure. But, you know, that's what they... That's their bread
1: and butter. Yep. They got to do it. That's what makes them the money.
0: So, all right. Let's also talk about the other thing that Seth and I and Forrest are very excited about. And that is this Kingdom Hearts game. The Kingdom Hearts... Melody of Memory.
1: Yeah, I wonder if they had planned to reveal this so quickly. Um, but they revealed information about Kingdom Hearts Dark Road, the mob- the upcoming mobile game, uh, a-, a few days ago. And on the website, some people data mined a logo for this. It was Kingdom Hearts uh, Melody, Melody of Memories, Melody. and they... Plastered all over Twitter. I sent it to you. Dave was like, "I don't know if this is real, but yeah, here it is." Yeah, you did. Um,
0: and then I think it seemed you almost too to be This true. is going to be a theater rhythm game.
1: Uh, yeah, it was that one of. That was a- certainly. Uh, if it was going to be anything, that's probably what it was going to be. But so I, I think this might have forced their hand, or maybe they were already re- going planning to reveal it. Uh, I think they probably forced their hand. Mm. It was probably going to be revealed when Dark Road came out. Um, but, yeah, so, they officially today revealed this game, which is coming to Xbox One, PS4, and Nintendo Switch. Uh, and it's, yeah, it's a rhythm game. And it comes it, out this year. It, I never played Theater Rhythm, so I don't know if it's anything like it. I played the demo for it. People <laughs> I've seen on Twitter have said that it does seem to have, uh, a similar kind of style. It does. Um, it seems to be... There's some interesting stuff in the trailer. <laughs> it seems to be focused on Kyrie. Maybe I think the melody of memories might be going like through her memories. Because at the end of Remind, there was this talk about how they <laughs> they, they put Kyrie to sleep and they were trying to figure out find any clues for where Sora was yeah. in her in her memories. So that could be what it is. Yeah. Um. But what it uh, actually seems to be is you're just like flying through cutscenes. From the Kingdom Hearts games, uh, and playing along with the music, which is dope because
2: I like the music. Yeah, in like this is gonna be such an awkward game to play, especially if like these cutscenes are playing in the background with like. The, the voice acting or anything because in the trailer they they show uh, Rox is holding on at the end of uh, three five eight days yep. he's like who else will I have ice cream with and like if I have to play through that and, like, play the music to that <laughs> and also hear the the voice acting I'm gonna I'm gonna cry I'm gonna break down and for like twenty minutes after that I don't know if I want to deal with that
0: <laughs> yeah it's uh it's definitely interesting gonna be huh. Yeah. I'm I'm excited, though. There's also this weird tease in the trailer, Seth. I don't know if yeah. you noticed. Yeah, it, so where... this
1: was the weirdest thing. Like, for a split second, right at the beginning of the trailer, there is this... Roadmap. Like, s- splash screen of, a of what... Movies. Yeah, it's like a roadmap for Kingdom Hearts, like, Phase 2. Yeah. So, like, full-on Marvel Phase 2. Which, yeah.
0: Which we knew this was kind of coming. I mean, yeah, they, <laughs> they, they, they basically
1: said... Pretty much that, like that story is over. We're moving on to a new story,
0: and they and they got like, they expanded it to like two other studios. Remember, yeah. there was that report yeah. that there's a lot of no. got like three anymore. studios working on Kingdom Hearts stuff right. now. So we yeah.
1: know that we we because of Kingdom Hearts, we know that there are going to be multiple games. Yes. but it it was so weird to have seen this right at the beginning of this. Like, so it said Kingdom Hearts Phase Two. The, the, the there there's like ten boxes on the screen uh the first yes. one is remind the second one has <laughs> union cross yeah and the dark the th- road right and, and then and the, third. the third one has this melody of memories and there's two empty boxes, big, box, empty, big spaces. empty spaces <laughs> and then there are these like tiny boxes at the bottom with like yeah. these arrows pointing at it and it's i don't know what it is i don't know it
2: <laughs> I, it's it, like, so hard <laughs>
1: Cause like I don't think Oh no, never mind. Like I, I thought, have to wonder, is this <laughs> is this stuff that's all planned for this year? Like I've seen I people so. speculating about like this is the roadmap to Kingdom Hearts four. It was like I don't think so. <laughs> I think these are all games that they are working on for twenty twenty. Which who who bonkers.
2: That's a lot of games. Yeah. But there's multiple studios working on it now. It is plausible.
1: Yeah. And Nomura has said that there will be a game in between. Like, the next game will not be Kingdom Hearts 4. Like, there is going to be games in between.
2: Yeah, it'll be a Melody of Memories.
1: <laughs> so now we know about that. Uh, I don't know. I, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, so they're just going to also release two more games this year. I could be wrong. But that's what I got from
2: it. And there's still those rumors going around about a Kingdom Hearts show on like Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Like, does that, that play could be into this True. That could, oh or the God. Switch?
0: Like, if they do the Switch versions. can you can we switch ports? Can
2: you imagine?
1: If they made this freaking show and it had <laughs> oh, pertinent story information yeah, that was only to, in don't, the show, not you're speaking it into the existence actual game. game.
2: It's gonna happen, it's gonna be your fault.
0: <laughs> this is we're full on, you know, Ansem Reporting, which yeah. is our, our, our friend podcast yeah. that does all, but yeah, no, this. You know for so certain stupid. that the <laughs> episodes are going to be normal episodes going through the... And then the last 30 seconds after the credits of each of is going to be some weird stinger of Yozora. Yeah. Or, or like, like completely oh new God. characters. Yeah, or completely new characters. <laughs> more, yeah,
1: more than likely... <laughs> <laughs> characters that are not in the games at all, but will be very yes. important like five years down the road.
0: Yeah, and well, so you... Dark Road
2: is giving us a bunch of characters that like young Z- uh, Xanor and Erikkis were like in school with. Mm-hmm. That like we've never had any mention of them before, yeah. and I still don't see a young Yen Sid.
1: Yeah, even though he trained and with we them, we met their master. We've seen their master Odin, who yes. appears to just be like. Odin from oh, Asgard. Yeah. Oh, really? I, yeah. I haven't
0: looked at any of that key art. Oh, I'll pull it up if I can. So, alright. I'm, I'm loving it. More... Yeah. K- you know... It's crazy. This is... We... Because Kingdom Hearts 3 sold gangbusters. Yeah. So they realized the value of the franchise, uh, which they already should have known, but it's fine. So, Kingdom Hearts 3 sold gangbusters, and now we're getting this weird, steady drip feed of Kingdom Hearts stuff. And it's kind of great, but it also exacerbates how ridiculous it is. Yeah. And I'm just... I'm not tired of it. I know that I might eventually get tired of how ridiculous it is. But I love it, so I'm not... You have
1: to think about what this Melody of Memories game is going It's going to be a recap of the entire story (laughs) of Kingdom Hearts. And then, in between that, there will... Every once in a while, be <laughs> cutscenes of stuff happening outside that, and right. so yeah. people you will get this game for like thirty minutes of new story content, yeah. and the rest of it is just going to be.
0: But look at all this play, stuff that happened in old games. You get to play through the music, so. yeah,
2: which I'm totally okay with. But yeah, like the yeah, I agree. The trailer did like have a little. I don't want to call it a story stinger, but like it had like. Some version of Xehanort. I can't yes. even tell okay. who's who anymore. I, like, uh, I don't want <laughs> like f- to get it. That was first person. We don't
0: need to do a lore episode. I won't. That was clearly I don't
1: want to. <laughs> the memory wipe terror Xehanort, Who <laughs> and it's <laughs> they seem to be introducing information which is contradicting or retconning redconning some of the previous
2: or information, or rather what people had speculated that's information was. Yeah. Uh, and there's a machine in it that send union cross. Yes. Listen,
0: listen uh, they love to c- constantly reframe things. And I already, love it.
2: I don't know why, but I love it.
1: So, um, look, it's not good storytelling, but it does, but I enjoy it does it. draw you in. Yes.
0: Yeah. It's the, it's the crappy CW way of like leaving a cliffhanger at the end of every episode and like dangling you along every week for no reason. Um, It's, yeah, it's why I, I mean, I live for it. Yes. (laughs) So it's, it's my favorite thing.
1: I mean. Absolutely. I don't think, like, I don't like the practice, but I have to give them props for their, for the ways in which they can pull just like random background, just sort of like artistic details from level design to be like look, see, remember this? This is actually a very important plot element because it is. They're
0: playing the long game, baby. Well, I don't... <laughs> or... They're, they're not just, playing the long game. <laughs> they're
1: just like... They're right. like, hey, we can work with this. Did anyone make, like, a, a mysterious thing in a previous game? And uh, they probably just, like, present these pitches like, this was in the background. This was in one screen in, in Agrabah <laughs> in Kingdom Hearts 1... That And it technically couldn't see it because it was outside of the
2: regular level geometry. But yeah. it's there.
1: We can use it to be the catalyst for
2: the next four games. It's almost <laughs> amazing how well they're able to reuse, like, assets and, like... Okay, uh, it, but again, not, I don't know that, that it's... Assets, I don't like, know that story it's... Story tidbits, like, very small tidbits, <laughs> like, in just... I,
1: uh, you say how well it? I would argue that it's not okay, well maybe done, not well, but how it is just consistently
2: it's done, able to do. Yes, it. <laughs> again they again. do it. They definitely do, it. and I'm
0: here for it every whether time, whether or not it's ham fisted or not. Yes. they do it, and you gotta admire that bold. <laughs> yeah. On a level, I don't like, see
2: any other game series doing this.
1: It's definitely unapologetic. Yeah. Like oh, it's like this is what we're, this is what the story is.
0: I, I don't want them to ever, ever. apologize. I don't know if there's any other franchise that's done something like this. That's what I'm saying. Video well, games. there
2: is no other franchise that is like Kingdom Hearts. So. There's only one other game creator who's insane and it's Yokotaro. And he's still under or, <laughs> or, or our freaking uh Death Stranding man.
0: Hideo Kojima. Mm. You know you got to look at it. They he kind of does this with Final Fantasy 7 too. Like especially with all the extra materials and yeah. Final Fantasy 7. Yeah. So it's Bless that man. He's one of I, kind. I I don't know if it's good, but I like it. So I'm Namora is. One I, of a I kind, feel like that's where we end on every Kingdom Hearts <laughs> conversation. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not a, good, but I love one. it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, so
1: <laughs> it it reminds so Tetsuya Nomura remind. I hate to continue. To go no, no, this, no, go
0: for it. I mean, this is the end. People, it's can... it's,
1: <laughs> it's interesting. Like the parallel you can draw between him and Keiichi and Afune Oh who is gosh. the creator, or not the? I don't know if he's a creator of Megaman, but he's a he, co-creator. He was one of the co-creators and like main the, leads in the for years. Yeah, he 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 went on to create the design for Zero and the X Games. Um, so it's interesting. Like, so they both started as like part of teams working on these games that were like ma- major foundational parts of the games canon. They have both they both then became kind of people who were then in charge of games like now i get Extreme to use my influential ideas. people and we're just kind of like all right do whatever the heck you want kj Nafine went on to make a bunch of terrible games because all of his ideas were bad um or at least like really poorly managed um, i would i mean no more ideas have not also been good but <laughs> they've just like
2: i think they work out better they've
1: been very successful uh, uh profitable so yes that's a weird so
0: morris good uh, as falling with style yes yeah. the...
1: so but, it's just interesting yeah. like he he's at this point where there's no one who is going to check his worst <laughs> he's, impulses
0: he's he has He's, he's, he's rain three to four studios working on to stuff to make
1: Anything that his heart's desire his heart desires and he's just like, Alright, I'm going. I'm going full bore. You're gonna see every part of my personality in these games and, and you know what, <laughs> for better and worse. What's
0: crazy is that he's doing this while delivering questionable story but at least fun video games. Yes. For whereas sure. Hideo Kojima has been given that free reign. And he made this weird walking simulator, and so <laughs> Which it's like, a lot of people liked. A lot of people liked. A lot of people railed too, but like, <laughs> um, it's it's so interesting to watch these creatives get. Um, I'm trying to like film does it like there's there's these like you know you watch filmmakers get given like blank check movies and yeah. then you know it's something really strange. I'm trying to think of uh, who's the guy that made the the fountain. Um, like people always talk about how like high concept and weird his movies get. Yeah,
1: Um, but they're, they have become these kind of auteur game directors, uh, which is kind of, it, it downplays what a lot of the fact that there are like hundreds of people on these staff who also probably have a lot of input into these games. Yeah, of course. Um, but it is not, you can't contest that. You could feel the fingerprints of these oh like yeah. these are these are things solely coming out of the brain of these <laughs> of these people, crazy people, yes
0: I love it though no, no, no. <laughs> um, I don't
1: know um but i think like <laughs> i think there needs to be restraint i think <laughs> that's why like that's why i th- one of the why I think kingdom Hearts i mean Final Fantasy seven remake worked out as well as it did because while the expansion of the scope allowed nomura and his team to kind of um create a, a much bigger version like it was like yeah you can you can make what you want but it has to be within these confines and it has to go along this story for the most part um and so i think the restraint helped rein in his more uh <laughs> Creative impulses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you
0: know that there was part of those like, what if we just threw this in the trash in the first five minutes and just <laughs> like went wild? Um, yeah, you gotta. I love it. I'm. I'm excited. All those blank squares got me excited. I didn't even think about the Disney show, yeah. the Disney Plus show, feeling, mm, yeah. or no, I mean, possibly like the switch, the switch that. versions. Could have like a okay, so that's final, final. I am 100%
1: (laughs) certain of they will not put new stuff in re releases on the
0: Nintendo Switch. I would hope that's fair. But what I mean, we could get a Switch game, they do love Nintendo and putting it's been a minute since they put a side story on them. Some of their best games have been on the Switch. I mean. I love Dream Drop Distance, but the Dream Drop Distance is no 358 over oh, 2. Three no, days. dude, 358. So, Recoded is 358 days, three, five, eight eight days over 2. 358 days over 2, right.
2: Recoded is actually really underrated. I will defend mm. that game. The story so, so doesn't matter. game. The gameplay though tried out a lot of different things.
0: Yeah, for sure. But All right. We always end up talking <laughs> long on Kingdom Hearts. So, um with uh-huh. that I blame we, Forrest. I'm, I'm not blame sorry. <laughs> I'm bl- He's the one that opened <laughs> up the graph and like I'll, started. I'll take the
2: blame, but I'm not sorry. <laughs> Much um, like Nomura. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I try to channel my inner Nomura sometimes. <laughs> um, Especially so, for, for y'all. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so with that, uh, we appreciate you listening. Share us with your friends. Um, let people know about the show. We're... Um, next week will be our 3 year anniversary. It'll be 3 years since we started doing this. Grief. Nice. Yeah. And uh, it's it's been great. We've grown. We've got new people doing it, new website. It's great. So with that, we appreciate you support the show any way you can and we will see you next week. Bye.
1: Bye. See you. <laughs>